Well, guys, we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 216 with Mr. A Drink of the Crazy. It's going to be his second oh. appearance on the third. show. Third Actually, appearance. Technically third. third. Your first appearance got retconned. That's what the comics do. <laughs> <you know? laughs> they basically retconned that first version of you that wasn't really the best version of yourself out of existence. And they gave me <laughs> this version of you. Or is there a oh, fucker just right called now? me Captain Marvel. Fuck off. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so oh, we're going to talk about, oh, you know, indie comics and Iron Age stuff and all of his random hot takes that just blow my mind half the time. But, you know, uh -oh. I always think those are good for conversation in general. It's better the hot takes that you have sometimes than the guy that's like, hey, hey, okay, guys, Nef attention. Attention here, cold <laughs> take. Not a hot take because we know it's shit. Cold yeah. take. Justice League from Josh Whedon or Catwoman? What's the better movie? And people just <laughs> in the comments just I mean, Halle Berry was in Catwoman, so objectively Catwoman. Like <laughs> but, that, and that's the only that's the only rewatchability of that movie. Like that my my wife was like, no, she's telling me a while ago. She's like, no, let's watch it. I'm like, baby, it's a bad movie. Like it's it's really, really bad. <laughs> it's on and she watched it. She's like, oh, my so. God, that was horrible. I was like, yeah. And she's like, why did you watch it? Because I was like, because when I was a kid, Halle Berry was my Hollywood crush when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was like, that's why. <laughs> like, that that was it. I watched, And it was so bad. I watched that movie once as a kid, mm -hmm. and I never watched it again. And I was like, eh, not it, wow, no, I'm not revisiting it. <laughs> and then my wife wanted to see it, so I, I was like, yeah, no, this is bad. And she was like, that wasn't even good as a movie. <laughs> I was I was sitting here and I was trying to you know conjure an idea in my brain and uh -oh. I kept trying to tell myself why do people even do that but then I thought to myself it took me a while to think about it. I was like wait a minute wait a minute the person that says that they don't even believe it themselves they know both movies are shit you you could have a debate about them with like friends but let's be honest you're both talking shit about these movies in, in a mostly negative way so it's going to put it yeah. out there on Twitter and it's going to get views, retweets and likes mm -hmm. because Twitter now pays you. So you can just make up any well, random shit it, that you want and get paid from it. it. It's the hate click idea, man. I, I, I did a video on that like, like two weeks ago talking about like, you know, the hate clicks and the rage bait and all that stuff. And I'm like, you know, are people just not tired of it yet? I, I, I mean, like, I think people are getting tired of it. But the problem is, is that all these modern day like recommended sections or algorithms that we use just feed us that because for the last 15 years that's all it's fed us these algorithms don't know anything better you know um and it like yeah it's just it's all the rage bait stuff like that and it's like not like and and like, people are well you know no this movie would no that movie was hot fucking garbage like stop it stop it that movie was hot fucking garbage we don't need to pretend it's fine like it, it it used to be okay to call something hot garbage. Like it was, you know, yeah. it, <laughs> so why general consensus that we all spent our hard earned money on this and this was shit. And we're going to let the studios know this is shit to stop making that shit. You guys see how all that works. Mm -hmm. They make shit. And if we, if we pay our hard earned money to see sure. it and we all deem it's bad. That's good because they don't make that shit anymore. Have you guys noticed all the Catwoman sequels that they've made since uh, it came out? Oh, me neither. Same amount of, you know, dads I've had in my life because I'm black. Yep. You don't get any. That's how it works. <laughs> I don't know what is this failing upwards thing. Back in the day, if you put out a movie like Catwoman and it failed, your whole career is over. Because no, I don't dude, know. no, no yeah. bullshit. No, if you look at if you look at Hollywood, I mean, 
there are very few there are very few directors for the last like 70 fucking years that met the goal and actually got to move on to something bigger and better but mm -hmm. a lot of the time dude hollywood has just about always functioned on failing upward actually somebody shared a, a clip of uh, uh sir christopher lee you know sir christopher lee is uh Saruman the White in the Lord of the Rings movies? He was the, the bad wizard oh. in the Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you're black, you don't know nothing about white culture anyway. Exactly. But <laughs> I, 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 I watched Juice as a kid, so I'm Juice. good. <laughs> but yeah, that's a movie for people. If you don't know what that is, fuck, that'll dude, put you in the press. That'll make you never want to be in the hood ever. Just watch no, that movie. dude. Fuck, <laughs> not, let's not get into some of them, but anyway, but anyway, no, black people are the really... worst race. Changed my mind. Nah, dude, dude what the fuck, man. <laughs> Get a hot potato that shit at a white guy on your stream. What the fuck? <laughs> That's the best kind of people to do it for. Oh, they'll, they'll speak the truth, you know? <laughs> but anyway, but Sir Christopher Lee was talking about uh, his experience and how some of these producers and directors will produce absolute garbage. I mean, mm -hmm. and this guy is, he's been, he was in, I mean, he died a few years ago. I mean, he was in his 90s when he died, but he, he's been starring in films since like mm -hmm. the 50s or 60s. So the guy's been around the Hollywood system for a long time. And even he was talking about the failing upward thing. It's like people just produce hot garbage after hot garbage and they will constantly go and it'll never be, it'll never be their fault. It's always your fault. It's always somebody else's fault, but they like fail upwards. And it's so, I mean, this idea that these, that these people like, Oh, back in the day, if they screwed up, they get, no, that's actually not new. That's literally how it's always been, believe it or not. Like, and it's just, it, you know, it, it it's just for some for some reason, it seems that the quality of film has just radically declined to a point where almost no, and I say almost nothing, but like almost nothing is good anymore. You know, I've heard mm. a few I've heard a few movies in uh in the last uh, few years. A bit. I heard that uh, Top Gun Maverick was good. I still haven't seen that one. And I, I actually heard good things about uh, John Wick four, which I really, really didn't expect john wick four to be any good because john wick three was not but Ooh, i actually watched talk on maverick i i liked it i thought it was actually pretty good dude, i went I, to tears and saw that i went and um uh i had a work trip back in colorado this last hmm. year and so when i go back when i go back home because it's where i'm originally from i stay at mom and dad's house and i was talking with mom and dad uh, and my my parents watched Top Gun Maverick, and I asked my parents, I was like, "What did you?" And my my dad's one of those guys that's like, "It's a movie." Everything <laughs> to my dad is, "It's a movie." Eh, it was all right. Like, like it's just my dad, right? He's just one of those old school guys. Eh, it was there. I watched it, and I and but Top Gun was one of those movies that he liked, you know, uh, back in the day. And I asked him, I said, "So what do you think?" I said, "Is it as good as the the first one?" Or and my dad looks at me and he goes, "Honestly, he goes, I think it was better." And I was like, "Oh." I was like, mm -hmm. all right, that's a recommendation and a half. Like, fuck all the internet YouTubers that said it was good. Fuck all the people that were like, oh my, like my dad, a guy whose reaction to everything is, eh, it was there. Like said, no, this, you need to watch it. And he actually told me, I was like, all right, all right. If pop says I need to watch it, then I actually need to watch it. Like that's, that, that's, a, but that's how good that movie was. Right. It resonated with a lot of people, you know? So, all right, I gotta, I gotta ask you this, because, because, because you no. said this in the beginning of the show. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not a fucking cop. You can answer my questions. So, is pepperoni pizza better than sex? 
No, not even fucking close. Women are disgusting. What are we saying? Not my wife. Oh, my wife is. That bitch is a thought. <laughs> it's a it's a fucking body pillow. God damn it. Oh god. It's an anime body pillow. <laughs> that was oh, a, shit. All right, because I'm curious about this because you said it in a bit. You said I get hot takes that are actually interesting. What the fuck hot takes do I have? That, oh, it's like, it's hard to say. Because, like, um, the one where you're talking about Marvel and DC going oh. away. Because, you know, fat factor, man, people that have spent so much money on this stuff throughout many years, comic books, movies, television, mm -hmm. they dedicated, like, most of their lives to it. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, that is just, that, that was, and, and it's all leftist kind of thing, but I do, I do, I would agree with this kind of thing idealistically that would be the best case scenario it's like it's all gone to shit let's just move on into to a bunch of new stuff the problem here yeah. is like like Yu-Gi-Oh. whenever something new gets introduced to Yu-Gi-Oh, that's a new mechanic people are very hard to migrate to it unless the because game... it fucking sucks yeah because change <laughs> sucks every yeah, change in general no, sucks. it's not that change sucks it it's that change every sucks time, no, 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 i'm no, a no, black no, man no. and i was a white man before <laughs> Every time they come out with a new mechanic in Yu-Gi-Oh, it absolutely obliterates a bunch of cards, and now they have to go on the ban list because yeah. a motherfucker over there don't know how to write a card to keep their game balanced. <laughs> well, no, but you you know how Yu-Gi-Oh functions to the point where oh, people yeah. are so abrasive about it. They're like, I'm not doing it. Then they'll literally make decks that you like that has the new shit in it so you play it. It's it's so weird. I've you still have cards yourself. See, that's that's, that's my buddy's deck. He and I play it. That's his blue eyes deck, and then mine's over here. Mine's a synchro. Mm -hmm. Mine's a synchro control deck. But mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is mine. Like, I still, like, yeah, no, like, I'm 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 well versed in the Yu-Gi-Ohs. <laughs> like, or even with like, you got to fact factor in. People have spent months and months and years on all the, all this stuff to the point where for them to really get in their minds that this is trash at this point, whether it be comic books, movies, television. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. But what I do think that could happen better is people need to go back and read the good stuff and talk about the good stuff. Because, you know, now now, yeah. now that you mentioned that, that that no one talks about anything new, why does no one talk about the great stories these characters have had? It's always no, talking actually, about the uh, negative. No, a lot of people do. Well, and a lot of people talk about the great stories that have been out there in reference to the crap that's uh, um, yeah. going on today, right? So it's like, yeah. today sucks uh i read stories when i was a kid and they'll name drop a couple of story arcs yeah. and they'll say these were all good i loved them like they do talk about what was good but like i look at it this way man at one point in time you know one of the hot news stories out there was king arthur and the round table right and I that, that like like think about it well not but not but like if you've actually gone back to see how king arthur changed like the original to mm -hmm. like what it turned into I mean, that people were telling that story for a long time. And eventually it got to a point where the stories that you and I know today about King Arthur, mm -hmm. th dude, they're not even close to the source material, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that just happen to be the most popular. For instance, like the 80s and 90s comics aren't even close to the original Marvel and DC. Not even, but those are the popular ones, right? They figured out what mm -hmm. was popular. So the 80s and 90s of the comics are going to be the ones that are carried on. And my point of all this is, guys, it had its heyday, right? It's not bad. It's not bad to say, hey, this thing had its heyday. 
We always will have these stories with us, especially if you buy them in physical. And I don't care. Like if you're buying comics and you want to buy the old stuff, find it, find the reprints. I don't care. Buy it in physical because they're changing that shit in the digital versions. But why it's not bad to let go of these characters because I, I look at it this way. A story that never has an end has no purpose to it. Like, if the story never comes to an end, then what the fuck is the point of the story, right? Mm. Or the character. And so I look at it this way. I'm like, look, some of these characters, they're older. My my, my grandfather, my, my grandfather, God rest his soul, he's been dead and gone for 13 years at this point, right? And... um some of these comic book characters are older than him were made before he was born. Right. Which you think about that, like Superman came out just before my grandfather was born and it, and they're still trying to tell stories. And it's like, guys, you've taken this character as far as the character can go. Right. What is wrong about, instead of saying, Oh, we need to start telling good stories with What's wrong with saying, guys, I think those stories have been told. Why don't we find some new characters? Why does somebody make a new character to write about, to talk about? Because, again, you look at, you know, you go back into the early uh, <clears throat> into the early 20th century. You had guys like Zorro. You had guys like, uh, uh, why can't I think of it? Uh, the, uh, the Shadow? No, the Shadow. Yes, the Shadow. Uh, but Zorro, the shadow, you know, I mean, uh, Buck Rogers, he's not around so much anymore, but you had a lot of these characters that came, their stories were told and they've been kind of set down and they go, okay, cool. We got to a point where we thought these are the greatest versions of the story of this character. And usually once you get a couple of bad hits after that, they just stop advancing on that. Why in the absolute Fuck, can we not do that with Superman, Batman, and like some of the cast of the Marvel characters? Why can't we do that? Why Why is it bad? We've been doing it throughout human history. Every generation or every couple of generations, we change our heroes that we admire. And we take and we write a new character that and, and then we take what we view as the best of humanity and we and we stuff it into that character and we tell stories with that character who is who is the paragon of our uh, of what we want to be right that's that's why luke skywalker was so fucking awesome for so many years because that was the guy that as a young man who has the call to adventure right and just look at it who has the call to a job who has the call to to build a life to build a family to to you know to to grab the bull by the horns like luke skywalker was that guy and inevitably what did we do we took the story too fucking far why and then people look at me and they go and and they get mad at me for saying, guys, maybe we just let these characters chill with where their stories ended and just let them stay, let them become timeless. Just let them become timeless characters. And we can always reach back and we can always say, oh, this timeless character. And then we go, oh, and you know who was inspired by him? This one. Because inevitably, the best stories out there that are told from Superman, Batman, Luke Skywalker, Star Trek, any of them, writers today are going to cherry pick the best parts of the best stories of those guys. And they're going to put them into a new character. And that new character is going to carry us on into the future. And it's going to carry on future generations. I don't think that's a bad thing. Cause it's really hard to go through all that. Cause like these specific characters we're talking about, make these studios a lot of money. 
the because the examples you brought up before, those characters do their own thing in different ways for other companies. But these, like like Spider Man, let's be honest here. We know Marvel has probably tried to offer Sony money for Spider Man. We know Spider Man like they have the rights. Obviously, Sony does, but yeah, Marvel's yeah. probably asked them, "Could I get it back?" They're like, "No." They know it's the biggest generator of money for them. Right. So when when you're talking about doing that, I, I do agree. I think at some point, you know, it, you you because you can only hire so many good people with minds to kind of warp these characters into something else better. I think the last impactful story that everyone worldwide liked about these characters, like everyone kind of knew about, let's talk about recent example. Ten years ago, I was saying Injustice was probably the last one everyone was like, oh, well, shit. this is a pretty cool concept. Like, these guys are all not no. who they are. It's kind of a cool concept. Like, this guy's doing this different. This guy's doing this different. But mm -hmm. how many stories can people think of recently where a book has come out from either Marvel or DC and it's changed the landscape of how you even see the characters themselves? It's, it's pretty rare for that to happen now, right? Like, I, I mean... Then, <sighs> I mean, the, I'm, I'm not thinking of... And it, Injustice, I don't, do I don't even know if Injustice did it, man. I mean, but at least got people thinking like, well, why doesn't Superman act like this too? Well, general okay, people? and all right, and that, but, uh, no, and I'm talking not about the story itself, the general concept of like get the and, talk and, and, and because and honestly, because I think we've taken the characters as far as we can go with them, with them specifically, right? Like it, it, it's it's not. And 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 it's not a bad thing to say, guys. I I think the time has come. I think it's time to move oh, on. I forgot another point to bring up for you: movies. Oh, Let's let, yeah, I gotta forget this. Movies are such a normie centric thing that has propelled mm. a lot of these characters to, to levels that I think are out of this galaxy. Like all the Batman movies, Spider Man movies, mm -hmm. animated series, live action series, Superman's had you know, like when you're factoring how much that really just garners people's attention, I just don't see a world they can ever be put down because they're always gonna try to I make do. some, yeah, because you know, I, you I do, and, he, and here's why I do, Here, here, here's, why I, uh, here's why I do, man. Like mm -hmm. I, I absolutely see the world that can be put down because I grew up with the animated series of all this stuff. Right. And then mm -hmm. right as I was in high school, they were coming out with probably some of the best movies that have ever been told with these characters. Right. Yeah. I am now in my thirties. Right. Really? You're an old white guy with a yeah. family and a wife. Yeah. Yeah. What? With a wife and a, with a wife and kids. I got four kids. But CNN says you guys are racist, bigots, homophobes. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with it. <laughs> That's it's fine. I'm good with it. Whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. fuck but, <laughs> Shit. But uh. and here's the thing, my kids don't give a fuck about the shit that I grew up with mm -hmm. because it's not what piques their interest. Yeah. Right. They've got other things that they're looking at. Right. They got like you know my uh, like um. Uh, you know, my kids are they're getting into anime here and there, so that's actually why I started watching anime again is to make sure that I could vet and make sure that you know, all right, if you guys are gonna watch anime, like you're gonna watch this, that, or the other thing, like I'm not gonna put any, you know, um, uh, and stuff like that. But like it, it's 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 a generational thing, like it will absolutely die out, it and it's already yeah, dying that, out. And that's the problem here is there have been instances of these characters not appearing anymore. I mean, one of us literally stopped putting Batman on screen for the longest stretch after Batman and Robin it was like 10 years. It stopped, they literally just stopped because it was it got so bad, people were like, Fuck that, I'm stopping this. But now at this point, you know, I mm -hmm. and I, I don't even think thinking think it's a comic books anymore. The movies and animated TV series, just all that propelled the characters upwards. Because well, when you ask most people about these characters, what is their first answer to it? Oh, I've seen the movies. They keep making movies about, about this stuff. So, they still so, constantly go. So let me ask you this question. 
Take your favorite character from a comic book. Okay. Okay. And you tell Obviously me Miss Marvel. A stop fucking. You tell me an interesting story <laughs> that you that that character is in that you haven't read. Oh, God. Right. What One think? No, think think about that. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Create a story in your mind yeah. of interesting situations or an interesting plot with mm-hmm. that character that has not already been told. Has not. Oh shit. They, they probably that, went everywhere at this point. Yeah. That, exactly. Because we did multiverse, if, alternate dimensions, the best crime event, stories, alternate characters, the best war stories. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, can you think of just think of your favorite your your favorite yeah. character in a situation mm-hmm. that has not already been put into to the paper? I think I can. And that's my point. The and, only thing that I could think about is just the concept alone. But that's not the story itself. It's more like the idea of this just sounds really cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'll ask you is that's why I think you harp on indie people to make sure they're making these new like iconic stories that can hit but the problem with that is a lot of these characters that are big the way you talk about they're kind of like phenomenons in their their own way so like how do we how do people in your space create their own phenomenons like that because you have to create something so good that people Mm -hmm. buy the books talk about them like like before generations and generations of people hear about these stories constantly so you Uh, have to create that for this space but how do you do that lightning in a bottle Right. It is. You will have. It is a. It's a one in a million, right? Mm-hmm. And I got. A, we got a lot of the boys over here right now watching in the chat. Shout out, boys! Oh, and, hi, uh, Evelyn Music. Hi, Frequency. Hi, LT Bob. Hi, Matchy. No, 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 no. It's Lieutenant Bob. Lieutenant Bob. We Lieutenant also know Bob. him as King Bob. Bob. <laughs> hi, John. Hi, hi, Pee Wee. Was it Herman? Hi, Hunter. I was calling you Pee Wee Herman. What the fuck's my brain on? I'm on crack. Ugh. No, that's fine. But, I like, we call him the hedge, but I like uh, Herman. I like Herman. He's cool. But yeah. that's the thing. I think that's why you kind of rag on people a lot more. It's because you want them to create timeless mm-hmm. classic stories. Or yeah, even I, not, even, not even creating timeless classic stories, man. How about creating a good enough story that is just good enough that people can talk about? Like, there's many movie properties that, that, that I've heard mm-hmm. that, that were franchises that came out that I it piqued my interest in reading the stories. Like, some of these stories are almost popular. Like, yeah. Hunger Games and Lord of the Rings and all this stuff. Oh, God. But, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So what? So instead of everyone trying to create like the next Batman or Superman, why don't they create something that's just really good? That is just good across the board. Something like Sonic is just good across the board. People just like Sonic and Joe because they like like sometimes any Sonic stories. They probably never play the well, video games, but Sonic so, looks cool and he runs fast. I mean, I, I've got a myriad of books over here that mm-hmm. I, I could pull. Um, and and the thing is, when it, when it you know when it comes to that, it like I said, it's. It's not about the superhero mode. Now, here's the thing. There's only so many molds we have to work with when it comes to storytelling. And this is why the fuck I'm not writing a book. <laughs> I'm just going to tell people what I want to see in a book. And I want to get other people on, you know, to hang out with me <laughs> and tell me what they want to see in books. So that way the authors can actually do it. And one of them is, I, I, and, but, but that's the thing, man, is it's going to be, it's not going to be a superhero story. It might, it might be a Western Westerns are becoming popular. Uh, uh, now, uh, they're starting to come back. Westerns are starting to come back. Um, a lot of, you're starting to see a lot of people do like, you know, sword and sandal stuff, sword and sorcery stuff. Uh, actually we got Lord Otter on Friday night. Uh, he just wrote his first book, spent two years on it. I've actually been hearing a lot of good things about it so far for his first book for him to get some, 
some, you know, some good reviews is a good thing. But, you know, when you, when, when I look, I, I've literally put the call out and I've told people, I'm like, guys, you need to write the next timeless story. And I, I have flat out had some people comment or like even shoot me private messages. And they're like, dude, that's a powerful thing. And they're like, I don't think I'm the guy to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, but, but, but not everybody has to be, but yeah. somebody out there. Oh, yeah, to, just by the law like, of numbers, they, they will. It's just that's, yeah, that, yeah, that's so, going to happen. Yeah, 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 exactly. Law of numbers. Somebody is going to do it. Somebody is going to write the law of numbers or, or, or is going to write the next timeless story just based off the law of numbers. Dick Masterson will. Fucking shit. <laughs> that shit. I saw you on fucking Twitter going back. You t- what, dude? Well, watching nice. your Twitter is like putting my brain through a meat grinder. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't have time in my life anymore to be giving people the benefit of the doubt. If you're stupid, I'm just going to call you stupid. That happens in real life. If you're stupid in real life, people just call you retarded. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's no if, ands, ors, or buts. You're retarded. Oh, yeah. People just call you stupid. Dude, Why is that so divisible on the internet? If someone's legitimately dumb, I'll be like, it, nah, man. I'm dude, it, well... <sighs> All right, so here's here's the only reason that it's divisive on the internet. Mm-hmm. And you say divisive and it bothers me. But anyway, <laughs> you say you say the proper English version, right? You're like like took a step beyond white man and went to fucking proper white man. I don't know anyway. But <laughs> good lord. CNN, good. I love you. You should be the next host. Don um, Lemon, he's you know, not not in a job right now. I heard he's right. looking for one. Yeah. It could be race swap. They can race swap you with Don Lemon. <laughs> anyway, but <laughs> good lord, no, um, <laughs> shit. No, the only reason that shit's de- uh, divisive on the internet is because, and, and I've seen it for years, man. I I was there when Facebook became a thing. I was there mm-hmm. when Facebook brawling was a thing, where you would start, and you start to see the way that people phrase things and word things it's a tactical choice literally people online don't necessarily speak freely anymore they speak tactically and so everything that they do is worded in a specific way so it's not necessarily that it's oh this idea is divisive or divisive as you know i would say but it's it's that people are using a specific way that they frame what they say and how they say it tactically in order to essentially win the war Right. Yeah. And it's, it's part of like, I, you know, and I, I see that crap and it's why one, I don't get involved in it. The last time I got involved in it, I invited a dude on my live stream and like that guy openly admitted that he's okay with lying about people. So like, <laughs> I, it, yeah, it was like, but that's why I don't get involved in it because I see the tactic and I know what it is. I've seen it for, uh-huh. you know, well, shit, let's see. I was, when did I, fuck, when did I start a Facebook? I think I was 16. So I've essentially had a Facebook account because I still have one. I don't really interact on it. I've had a Facebook account for 16 years. So I've seen this stuff for 16 years. And when you see it, I'm like, all right, I already know the game. I know how it's played. And the only, and, and one of the best ways to get people to, to, to not, to, to basically call them out is you bring them on a live stream, you know, because you can't, they can't hide behind trickery. They can't hide behind words. You can call them out right there. But that's why you say, why is it so divisive online? It's not, but it's tactical to present things the way that they do. And you can see it across the board. Mm. Another thing that I'll bring up to your, your previous point is uh, the whole, I think uh, there's a word for it called protecting the status quo. 
instead of oh, yeah. people wanting new things to come out, they would gaslight themselves into believing that it's eventually going to get better because people like to remember in their brains the high highs, not the low mm-hmm. lows these characters have ever had. So mm-hmm. they'd rather instead just be like, hey, I just hope this will get better. Yeah, I hope my husband stops beating me. He's actually yeah. a pretty good guy. You know, he gives me black eyes. Yeah, when we started dating, day. like he wasn't as violent, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and- God. <laughs> Thank God this ain't on YouTube. Holy shit. Um, yeah. That's why I like coming on your stream, man. It's fucking great. No, no, but you're right. And it's, well, it, it's the rose-colored glasses. And it's, I mentioned this, when did I, oh, when did I fucking mention this? I think I said it in the Marvel DC video that I just did this week. Um, You know, it's the idea that, oh, you know, shit back in the day was better than it is now. No, that's a fucking lie. It's it's that's it's not fucking true. The stories is specifically when it comes to storytelling. Like um, or when you were a kid, you're like, oh, no, let's just return to that stuff, because that if we just return to that, it's like, dude, I've never known anybody to successfully revert as a person and make their life better. In fact, that's the exact way you make your life fucking worse. Like. You've got to grow. You've got to advance. You've got to reach for that new thing. You've got to become something more than you are now. And I, I, that's what I'm asking. And a lot of people out there are just not, they're not ready for that because the, the, well, no, when I was a kid, yeah, yeah. Fuck. And when you were a kid, you guess what? And th- none of that changes. None of that changes. They're not going to change your fucking childhood. They're not going to fucking mess with it. Like all of those memories, good or bad, that you have from when you were a kid are still fucking there. And guess what? None of that shit fucking matters to the world today. Okay? Not unless you were in the tabloids because it's just none of it matters. My childhood doesn't matter to the fucking world. It matters to me, right? And I take certain lessons that... I had from when I was a kid and I would like to have certain characters and heroes to impart those lessons onto my kids so they can have somebody to look up up to. But when I tell my kids about a show and I say, man, I really like this show and my kids watch it and they go, meh, it's like, okay, cool. So these characters are trying to teach this lesson because we had those educational shows. Remember fucking captain fucking planet. Like Jesus Christ, that was some hippie fucking globalist shit. But anyway, Dude, Captain Planet was globalist to the fucking animation. Anyway, but what I say is this. All right, so the characters that I like aren't being able to tell you the message that I want you to hear, kiddos. So why don't we just take that stuff, put it in a different character that's in a different situation that relates more to my kids in what they're growing up in this day and age and have it done that way. It's, I mean, dude, up until up until the fucking 90s every decade had a different cartoon for the kids growing up in that age the 50s had different cartoons the 60s definitely did you're starting to get into like Hanna Barbera the 70s are coming out right Scooby Doo is uh he they're they're out for a while now but and then all of a sudden you hit the 80s and you get like Transformers and GI Joe and all that and it's like oh my god what's going on here then you get into the 90s and now you start importing some of that anime and stuff from like Japan. We're getting Dragon Ball Z. We're starting to get uh, the Power Rangers are over here now. Every decade, literally every decade for 50 years had different superheroes or different cartoons 
for children to sit down and watch. And all of a sudden, it stopped after the 90s, with the exception of a couple of anime, uh, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, things like that. But now, after, now you get into the 2000s. Now it's, we're going to retell Batman with Batman Beyond. And although I fucking love Batman Beyond, it's awesome. Uh, they did have some success with like Static Shock, but that went away. Where the fuck is the Static Shock cartoon nowadays? He's no, black. he doesn't deserve sex anyway. What are we saying here? No, fuck off, dude. Static Shock was great. He's black. Yeah. Oh. He also he's black <laughs> and also had a dad. That's how you know it was fiction. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that meme? The black guy. Uh, uh, day a thousand. I'm waiting for my dad. <laughs> Shit. Dude, no, it's the thing that you mentioned earlier, which is the let's use your kids for example. The way that we consume media then was much different than how they consume oh. media now. Remember, like we're like literally propped in front of a TV, waking up at like six in the morning, watching cartoons from like six o'clock, probably to, like twelve o'clock in the day. You know, yeah. They don't. Yeah. The kids growing up now, from maybe I don't know what year exactly to be, it would be like maybe two thousand. Five, it would probably start around there to be like, yeah, I would say it probably start right because they're not even going to start to really watch TV until 2010 when they're like five. Right. Years. Yeah, I'd say the you're whole right. landscape yeah. of media has changed since then. Oh, dude, massively. Like, what, yeah. And I was trying to ask people on my other main panel shows, like, what do kids have now besides TikTok and like cringe Instagram reels or whatever? You people would rather follow YouTubers now as their celebrities compared mm -hmm. to how we used to follow people. How I I don't mean like how I would follow someone is like reading a magazine out of a supermarket or something back in the day. Yeah, you don't have that now. And like, and so, like, like, or the like when the, the, or the, when the web was like, you had to go to some like oh, obscure yeah. <laughs> ass website that was going to give you like some viruses. And all you wanted to do was just read about this interview that you couldn't fucking see yeah. anywhere else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like totally different landscape dude yeah so so the other other thing to bring up now which is you were talking about superheroes earlier the mcu and how much that was an impact on everyone right well the landscape around that is now going to start changing like just the landscape from 2019 with captain marvel to the newest one has changed so much since mm -hmm. then just in that in that four-year time span so when we're bringing up like like landscapes changing with how kids are going to view stuff that's how they get into it like things, things like anime so you can show your kid naruto because naruto's been good almost so, throughout its like, existence right what? Let me put it this way, dude. We go to a, uh, my wife uh, took the kids to the store the other day. Um, and that's like the all of the kids going to like Walmart in my house is kind of an event because our closest Walmart is almost 40 minutes away. I live in a small town. I put my family like when shit hits the fan in this country, like small towns are going to be the last to get hit. So I made sure I put my family there. Right. But uh, my oldest daughter and my son. um. My wife wanted to get him some books to practice. They're reading. My daughter, she's a whiz at reading already. My son's still working on it. And what do they pick? My oldest daughter, she picks a Five Nights at Freddy's book. And my son picks the uh, the first arc of My Hero Academia. They didn't pick Superman. They didn't pick Spider-Man. They didn't uh -huh. pick any of that. They picked a Five Nights at Freddy's because my, my, my daughter admittedly is creepy as hell. My, my daughter <laughs> is Wednesday Adams. Like, she just is. And my son picked My Hero Academia. I wanted to tackle to that point you had earlier about that, which is kind of like how we used to live life. There's many popular things I've still not been accustomed to because mm -hmm. that's how the world works. There's so many things. You're never going to know everything. You're never going to know how popular these things are. So when it comes to like indie people, is that what you really want? Is them creating something where it's not popular right now with a lot of people, but if someone ever were to discover it, it is so good that they could 
I'll just yeah. tell it to the people. Because I think that's what needs to happen. People trying to, I think there's going to be that phenomenon created. That's going to happen at some point. It's just how life works. Well, but it, you need to have someone or many people that are, that are creating just good things right now to cultivate a fan base of it. That way, if, whenever it does get big, they already have a good product lineup because animes had good products lined up for many years. You mentioned you mentioned Dragon Ball Z. It's been that's been good for a lot. It's crazy how people tell me now, dude. You ever seen Dragon Ball Z? Yes, I was literally alive when it was first premiering. Yeah, I've seen Dragon Ball Z. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> we were alive for Dragon Ball <laughs> Super's existence, like what five years ago? All uh, well, longer, yeah, but fuck, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like the Dragon Ball Super's existence has been like five years ago when it stopped airing. We we were literally alive for that entire thing. So yeah. So people that are just discovering well, dude, Dragon fucking, Ball right now, it's fucking. It's my wife oh, got yeah. me that. Like, <laughs> you want to talk? Yeah. yeah, that's Vegeta. That's Vegeta. That's me. But, Someone made like, you a Funko Pop? What yeah. Well, one of my, cool no, one of my subscriber made me a Funko Pop. Turned that me actually into so a Funko. Cool. Yeah. No. And then uh, another one of my subscribers uh, got me the uh, White Ranger. Oh yeah, uh, okay. Power Ranger helmet. And then uh, when he realized he got the wrong one, he says, "Oh shit, <laughs> that's not the one." So he sent me this one. Because <laughs> I I was just young enough, I missed the whole Green Ranger thing. So. Mm. That uh, and, no, but but no, it, it's it, yeah, it, it, it's one of those things. Dude, that, how like, many popular things like likes before on, on your shows on the Iron Age Nights and You mentioned before that you're not always trying to be a super fan of something, but if something gets your attention and it has mm -hmm. a big fan base in it, you're just trying to learn about the history and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But the story enough has to pique you enough to be interesting and good mm -hmm. in general, like the concept, right? How do we get people to do that though? Because everyone's obviously you mentioned before on your show, so focused on fighting each other, they're not busy focused on creating good stuff. Honestly, they're just like, hey, you know, this person, their panel looks off. Don't know how the fuck that matters to anyone, but okay, guess that that means you. That will Was work there a black man on the panel? Is that they should this shouldn't be because black people are the worst race? Change my mind. <laughs> what the fucking shit, dude. <laughs> no, I, and, and and here's and 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 here's where it's at, man. And here's where it's at, and it, and it's going to happen in a couple of different ways. Hmm. You're gonna get somebody that has, that's got something that's just fire off the bat, like, and, and it just it it's and, and it's gonna and and you're gonna have what are the early adopters? Uh, look into the oh, fuck. I can't remember what it. It's like the early adopter. Chat, chat. Hmm. I see you there. What's the bell curve called? Where it's like you get the early adopters and then the uh you get the early adopters and then the ones after that and then eventually you get down what's that bell curve called why can i not remember that bell curve the name of it old we're old uh, and the brains are falling yeah out. um but um fuck <laughs> anyway but yeah stream brain happens to me all the time i hate it every time i'm like oh this thing then i know in my head i'm like i know what it's called and then i get on stream and i'm just like hey chat and they're just like we we don't know what you're talking about i'm like and they're like we don't know what means it's you ever get stream brain but anyway but no what's gonna happen is um especially with the way that media works now because media mm. now is youtube right and people yeah. have seventeen thousand different popular fucking things <laughs> that all of us are paying attention to for instance i guarantee i watch youtubers that you've probably never heard of right and that was not a thing back in the day when you when we were young when you had nine channels on tv <laughs> or cable right like yeah you didn't have there are over what is youtube over a billion users a day <laughs> And over like a hundred million uploaders or something like it's ridiculous. That that is a hundred million channels. 
that did not exist when we were kids. So it's going to, the landscape has changed. You say, how are we going to get that cultural phenomenon? Mm-hmm. And essentially what it's going to be is it is going to be somebody who writes a story so fucking fire that it's going to start somewhere. And I hope to fuck it starts on my channel. I always tell people my goal, I want to interview the next J.R.R. Tolkien before mm-hmm. he becomes popular. I write, I want to be that guy. The guy who wrote Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah I want to interview the next one before he gets out into the world. <clears throat> that that's That's what I want to do. And that guy, he's going to write something so fire that my community is like, dude, this is fucking great. And we start mm-hmm. spreading it out to other communities and it eventually catches like wildfire. It is going to have to be a natural grassroots fucking thing. It's not going to be disseminated through the nine fucking channels that we had, mm-hmm. right? It is going to be disseminated by pure, unadulterated enthusiasm and people just losing their shit over it. And and honestly, that's one of the best fucking things to happen it believe it or not that's how it used to be before the uh the 20th century media cycle took over we're actually going back to how human beings used to tell stories and how they used to spread information Mm. it's i'm going to tell this story and they go oh fuck this is really good and then they go and they and it spreads and it spreads and it spreads and that's where our classics come from right Guess what? It's the same fucking thing. It spreads the same. No, the internet. No, fuck off. The <laughs> internet might be a different way to connect with people. The you internet know, actually makes it better with how much it does it has now. It, yeah. it does. But I mean, you look at Plato, you look at Shakespeare, you look at, I mean, my favorite fucking book right back here. I, I don't take that one out, but that's Dante's Inferno. And the reason I don't take that out is because that book is that this book was made in 1880. It is 143 <laughs> years old. <laughs> So I, I, I don't take this one out, but we're getting back to a time where human beings are naturally going to start spreading the stories that they enjoy because it's not going to be controlled and siphoned through that 20th century fucking United Nations fucking control system that they created after World War II. Like, you know, people say, oh, homeschooling is weird. Homeschooling is how we fucking schooled our children for centuries. In fact, I'm sorry, probably millennia. Sending your children to strangers to teach them was a foreign fucking concept up until about a hundred and fuck about 150 years ago. With the yeah, exception, back in with the the day, exception of highly wealthy like, people. Yeah, like old, old times, they would send kids to a person and if we tell them a story or some shit, but then after that story is over, he, he, you, you leave, you get the fuck away, you know. You go you home. Parents. You go yeah. home, and mom and mom taught you how to cook, and and she yeah. taught you how to do math if you knew how oh, to do math. Oh, good night frequency. Hey, mm. have a good night frequency. Mm. But yeah, no, we're going. We the the funny thing is, is the the internet is bringing us back around to what we should be doing naturally. It's why I it's why I hope that the fucking public school system eviscerates in the next 10 years because it's it's pointless. It's an archaic system. The public schools, we need to get back having kids at the home, have kids in the house with their parents. And guess what? The parents can www.google.makemykidssmarter.fucking.org.net.com and fucking bam, we've got shit right in front of the kids that's teaching them what you want. And you as a parent can curate that right in front of them. That's where we need to fucking be, dude. The internet's bringing us back around to that. And I, I kind of went along tangent there, 
But that's what's going to happen with all the storytelling too. Is it's mm -hmm. it's the how do we get these indie guys to rise to that level? Well, it's going to be going. It's going to be reading this thing and it's going, dude. This fuck. This is really good. Here's the book. And you give the book away to a person. You say, read this. It's fucking fantastic. And then they read it and they go, holy shit. And that's the disconnect right there is there's uh, e even how you changed media. We talked earlier about TV and movies have massively changed since then. Books have changed since then, too. Back mm -hmm. in the day, there was no such thing as a, my God, in the 2000s, there was really no such thing as like an e-book. You just oh, get a God, device no. and just read a book like that, you know? There wasn't. Now, still now books are more accessible than ever. So... I still won't read ebooks. I can't. There's something. I, it just doesn't feel right to mm -hmm. me, man. I just, I can't. I've had people even offer me, um, like, uh, uh, pre release copies or like, yeah. you know, reader review copies. And they're like, it's an ebook format. And I'm like, I, I, I can't. And like, I appreciate it, but I, 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 I absolutely hate reading books on either my tablet or my phone or my computer. I've tried yeah. it on, I, I, I want to I want to pick the book up and I want to feel it in my hands and I want to and I actually want the book to take me away for a while because that's what it's supposed to do. If I'm sitting there reading on my tablet or my phone or anything like that, I'm always getting notifications. It's like, this person commented. This person commented. Did you know that you got tagged in some fuckery on fucking Twix? That's what I call Twitter. Did you, you got tagged in some fuckery in this person. I'm like, damn it. It's usually Don John A. Douglas that tags me in the fuckery, but like. <laughs> You've talked with John. John's an asshole. I love John. Yeah. But he, but, but I, I don't, I, I like having, that's like I said, I've got all my book. I've got a bunch of, well, not all my books, but I've got a bunch of books over here and I get to pick them up and I get to physically sit down. I put my phone away for a while and I read and it's awesome. Like I'm actually, we're going to start reading. Um, This is our book club uh, book of the month, but we, I buy the damn things physically. Like I got to sit down. I've got to read this in the next week and a half to two weeks. Well, you can't have a black guy in your group because we don't read actually. That's not true. <sighs> I heard that you said you don't read, so you don't get whipped. It's fine. You can tell me. That's I true. I you don't guys even need have more a, racial diversity in your group. The Iron Age Knights is not inclusive enough. <laughs> oh, I ain't gonna go there, Jesus. <laughs> no, uh, no, er, earlier, when you're talking about storytelling, the, the, the you brought us up the last time you were on in your re first appearance, I'll say. <laughs> My they retconned you out of existence last time. People yeah, need it. to actually read the stuff the creators are producing because the problem here is people are making it and by the grace of God in certain scenarios, getting it produced, you know, it's a lot, a lot of money, or they have, you know, print on demand from Amazon or things like that. But the audience themselves, even though they might even be reading it, they'll talk about it. Cause mm -hmm. maybe they're afraid to say how they feel because if it's like it bad in their opinion, they don't want to come off like an asshole. That, that that's the difference now is back when, when you were reading books and stuff, if they were just good, it was just, I used to report word of mouth is so strong. There are yeah. people that don't like it. There's always the, the people that exist, but it cultivated what people actually liked about it. Now, and they never had a filter. People liked what, what they hate about Harry Potter. They said with their chest, I don't like this, this, and that. Same with Lord of the Rings, Horror Games, mm -hmm. whatever, right? This has become so much, now you have a double-edged sword effect. Now, when, you, when you're so involved with creating stuff from a community point of view, if people feel like they can't really say how they feel about your product because they feel like you're going to get angry and let's say ban them from your community, that's another way we have to kind oh. of fix that. Well, and, and and here's an easy solution to that. One, just be honest with your community and say, guys, if I like it, I'll review it. If I don't like it, I'm not going to review it. 
And if somebody's like, hey, did you read my book? I'm like, yep. And they're like, oh, you didn't do a review. I'm like, yeah. And then here's the problems with it, right? I've had, I've told a couple of people in my community, like, hey, no, like your, your book has merit, but here's where it fails. Like it's, it's got these issues. I don't like that. And you can't be afraid to say that shit, right? It's like, I've had people send, you know, send me books or, and stuff like that. And I read them and I'm like, you know, it's, it's got merit, but there, there are some issues with it. You know, there are some things about it. Right. And, and that's just, that is what it is, but you can't be, you know, and it, it, it's kind of why it's like, yeah, if I review it, it, it means I liked it. Right. If I didn't review it, well, it must mean that not even necessarily didn't like it, but I didn't like it enough to want to review it. I want to review the good things. I want to talk about the good things that I like. I want to talk mm -hmm. about the things that I had fun with. And, you know, I really try to get those out as quickly as I can uh, when I do like them. Mm -hmm. the, the the potential exception to that, because my community uh, is basically just about anything from uh, the Ripperverse at this point, because I have a lot of people when those books come out, they're like, we want to see Royce's review. And um, luckily, I haven't fucking hated anything. Uh, the, the Eric July's first, and I've, I've said this, you know, and I've said this on stream, I've said it on stream to the people that work with Eric July. The, the first book was rough around the edges. The first book was really rough in some certain points. And, uh, you, you can tell, you can absolutely tell that Eric advanced in Isom too. Like it, night and day difference, just an absolute night and day difference. I tell you, you know, and, and people come to me now. Oh, are you excited for Alpha Core? Are you excited for Yaira? And I tell people all the time, no, not really. And I bought the Alpha Core book. I'm waiting for my book. And they go, well, why aren't you excited for it? I'm like, what the fuck do I have to be excited for? There, it was, it, it, it was, there wasn't even an introduction to these characters in the first book. It wasn't until Isom 2 you started to kind of go, oh, okay, but it was still not really the best introduction, you know? And I was like, I don't know if I might skip those books. I might just do Isom 3. And then somebody left me a super chat one day. And they go, well, hey, we a lot of us like to watch your reviews and stuff of these books, and we kind of look forward to see what your thoughts are. Like, don't you think you should, you know, don't you think you should, pick these up so that way your audience you know because your audience wants to know what you think and i was like are you wait did you just super chat me into buying fucking books that i'm not excited for and yeah yeah the answer is yes yes they gave me money and now i'm buying books. But, but this is the concept of for me that i don't understand with people is like you'll have somebody like comic skater iron age problem and yeah there's, there's gonna be drama in the in these type of communities it's just how life is that's what people are yeah but i I just don't get why people are against them existing. I don't know why that's a thing. There are people that just don't like that the Iron Age exists. Like, wait, wait, hold on. So you don't. So that's not the people. Some what they create. It's not who they are. Some what they do. Yeah. You just don't like it as a concept of existing. Why? They're like, oh, but it's gonna be. It's gonna fade out in the next five years. First of all, okay, that's a prediction. Sure, you could be right. You could be wrong. Who knows? That's fuck it. Flip a coin. But yeah. why would you want that? Why would you want that? There's passionate people that want to make their own stuff that want to put their own money into it and get it out to people so we can make our own stuff that could never be a bad idea under any circumstance you wanting to willingly it, do your own thing how's that a bad thing how, how could i ever be misconstrued a bad thing and it, <laughs> i don't know there's this there's this false pretense that people have 
But they're like, well, well, I've worked harder than these people. Why are they getting in? You, you, fuck off. You haven't worked harder than anybody else. No, I have worked harder. Motherfucker, oh, I, hate that. I, used, to, I used to install natural gas lines in the middle of fucking winter. Tell oh, me how typing on dude, a keyboard yeah. to make up your fictional <laughs> characters worked harder than me. Fucking tell me. Tell me how the typey type works harder than me in the middle of fucking winter in negative 25 degree fucking weather worked harder than me. Tell me. Tell me. And some of these guys have done the same shit. No, you're typing words on a piece of fucking paper. You're coming up with your, you didn't fucking work harder than anybody because it ain't that fucking hard to type on a piece of paper. And it's why I always tell people when times get really tough, guess what? You can't eat fucking paper, right? <laughs> and I've been honest about that shit too. I want to see good stories succeed because good stories can carry people through bad and hard times. But these the arrogance that some of these motherfuckers have just oh, pisses dude, me off. This, this happened in a League of Legends this year. People kept perpetuating this narrative, and I thought it was really cringe, which was, oh, my God, this team worked hard. Why are they failing? What? Working hard and failing are two totally different things. First of all, everyone works hard. First of all, as we don't know, on Mondays and Fridays, like like you said, you work <laughs> in 20-degree weather. I go into a freezer to put no, in negative, boxes. Negative 20-degree weather. It's 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 definitely zero degrees in there. You definitely feel it. No, no, no. I get I get what you're saying. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. Bro, I'm saying. Wait a minute. Wait. Work hard. I go into zero degree freezers to put in boxes. I don't hear you talking about working hard. Get out of your like. What is that? Everyone works hard. Everyone even with minimum wage jobs work hard. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what people think. Correlating working hard means any other thing. No, no, working hard is just the basic minimum of life. That's yeah. just what you yeah. do to be successful. Yeah. That's the baseline, motherfucker. <laughs> like working hard is what you're supposed to do. How about you do something beyond that? <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Like you're yeah. you're Everyone's so mom, fucking right. People love their work. moms, right? Well, moms work hard taking care of you and having a yeah. job. That's working hard. That literally yeah. by definition is hard, you know? Oh god, yeah, dude. Look no, at this. Yeah. Good fucking, job. Holy fucking chat Sue. Chat Sue says my fingies get sore. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I just don't get it. Like, what is this working hard? Like, because this guy, I love this guy. He was awesome to have on. He, he was like, but 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 this guy's campaign is not doing well and he's working hard. I'm like, that don't mean shit. Dude, I so let me share a real world a real mm -hmm. world story with you. So my cousin and I got hired on with a company that my dad brought us on to, and both of us were a couple of farm kids, right? Um, I was right, and I I was raised with my dad, and my cousin had a different upbringing. It wasn't lazy, but he didn't understand the mm -hmm. the go never quit attitude and the move fast attitude, right? Mm -hmm. And I I remember when. We both got onto this company. My cousin was staying with me, and my dad, my dad called me. He's like, "Hey, here's the deal." He's like, "His foreman, his foreman talked with me because my dad was upper upper of the company." And my dad was like, "Here's the deal." Foreman says he's not, you know, he's not doing his part here, this, that, and the other thing, and so on and so forth. And I, you know, and I was talking with my cousin, and he was like, you know, he goes, "Dude," he goes, "If I had to," he's like, "He's like, man, dude," he's like, "If I had to add up like." If like the sweat, if how much I sweat today is how hard I work, man, I worked really hard. And I looked at my cousin, I said, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, you, these people don't think you're worth it at all. He goes, I worked my ass off today. I was like, guess what? It wasn't enough. Like these <laughs> yeah. are guys, like it wasn't enough. Like, dude, that was, that was a, that was a big time in like the family. That was some family drama right there. But I, had, but I had to be the one and tell my cousin that like, dude, but you're not, you're not going 
you 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 don't possess the ability to mm-hmm. go hard enough to do to do this thing. Now, my cousin did find a job where he actually excels in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it is actually somewhat manual labor and things like that, but it's in a very different field. But <clears throat> that was the thing is it's like working hard is that that's like really, really awesome. But your version, uh, but like, is your version of working hard getting shit done or not? Because if it's not getting shit done, guess what? I don't care how fucking hard you're working. Mm-hmm. You're accomplishing nothing. Mm-hmm. And and people used to understand that concept. And, and nowadays they just don't. I just don't understand how people think like work like it's the same thing that you you respect people that work hard i know i think yeah. working hard is awesome but yeah that doesn't mean that you're going to be getting all this like excess whatever you think you're going to get because you work hard like no you, the yeah. best thing you can serve hey. is a paycheck that's really yeah. all it is yeah. oh dude i i looked at man i i fucking oh, was, i can't even where was I? I can't even remember what uh company it was for but they looked at me and they're like oh yeah you know and we like to recognize and we like to you know we give out these yearly mm-hmm. awards for for our employees that do well, this, that, and the other thing. And I looked at the guy and I said, I don't come to work for a gold sticky star. I come to work for a fucking paycheck. I said, if you appreciate what I do, you can fucking make it. You can make it up to me in my paycheck. <laughs> and my boss, his jaw dropped. And he was like, yep. <laughs> he just like, he couldn't. Cause that's just where I'm at. And it's just like, I don't do dude bro i don't i don't come to work for recognition like i don't want you to recognize me i give a fuck if i'm doing a good job i better see numbers change on my paycheck and they better fucking change for the better you know what i mean like if i'm doing my job like that's where but that's just the mentality that i was raised with that that's another thing that people don't understand when it comes to storytelling is the people that got good at storytelling yeah they worked hard but they also had to hold in their craft too a lot of people just Mm -hmm. I, this is what it feels like. Put out yep. the first draft of something that they make, and it's like, yeah, that's it. No, 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 no. There's many revisions to this stuff. A lot of revisions to it, actually. What I learned in film class, back when I took a film class back in high school, is there's many steps to even get to making a scene itself, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's always things that change. And I feel like people just want to kind of write the first thing and put out like, no, uh, lesbian trees that, I don't know, fuck a brick. Guys, I'm going to be all right. All right. Uh, full, full fucking honesty. All right. Someone is just trash. Hey, I'm author, man. All right. I'm going to be honest with everybody. The Disney PG lesbians that they want to fucking put. That's not interesting. There's only one type of lesbian that's interesting, and it's not in a fucking Disney movie. <laughs> it's in a very, very different movie. There's several websites out there. You can Google them. <laughs> But you download the wrong I'm, lesbian movie uh, there. <laughs> I'm telling you, the Disney version of lesbians are the least interesting version of lesbians. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and lesbians fuck, are kind of only interesting when they're eating each other out. That's my oh, shit. You don't say it, sir. You let the joke fast. you got to learn tact, good so sir. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at sex, actually? I have four kids. Okay, I can pretty much actually, just that. actually, actually, I we uh we would have had five, but we miscarried. So, um, yes, I the the joke around my house, uh, the joke around my house because my wife has a very very interesting past. Her high school years were, uh, 
uh, dark and interesting. But uh, I, I, the joke around my house is I, I successfully uh, fucked a hoe into a housewife. So, <laughs> yeah, me too. That's why I throw that bitch outside every night. No, so it's a fucking never body gotta... pillow. You told me it was a body pillow. Black people what lie. You, I've never understood this. But so yeah, when you guys are at Walmart, are you so negative you on a... black people. When you guys are at Walmart and you guys see a black person or a Mexican person in the same aisle as you, do you just move all everyone in the next aisle no. really fast? Oh no, dude! I'm a construction worker. You have no idea how many Mexicans and black people I've worked with in my day. Are you uh, kidding me? Are they like the whitewashed ones where they talk proper and they don't speak Fuck. ghetto? No, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, the fucking whitewash ones. Those ones are weird. No, dude. Fuck. What are you talking about? If you see a Mexican, you have no idea how many fucking. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Back when the whole feminist movement was going around, women were like, "I want to do construction." Also, I had to think of to, to myself how many female construction workers I've ever seen in my life, and I was like, one probably. Yeah, and like I, it's less and than like I 10. worked construction. I knew three of them. One, there was one, and she was badass at her job and she did not take no shit the other two they deserve to get fired and one was there and she fucking thought she was the queen bee of the fucking job and oh my god she just <laughs> but that's the thing you're all that that movement i was just thinking about that movement today and i was like wait a minute oh when all that all that bullshit was being said it's like no we want to be plumbers and electricians and all okay so i thought to myself wait a minute wait a minute why couldn't you have just done that on your own without needing self-validation? You you could just do these things on your own, right? Well, you don't because need the, someone else there. The no, idea what? wasn't self-validation. The idea was recognition. And you you want to you, you want to know something interesting? You know, to all the sweethearts out there, they're like we just want the recognition. Yeah, guess what? Men don't get recognition for what they fucking do. Not until they're dead and gone. You actually get shit on every single day for the most part. Every fucking day, man. <laughs> like, and and, you have, and this thing, this is the key, guys, in life. If you want to be a man, you you you're, and you're gonna like it because you're gonna sit there and take it. But when you get get your paycheck, you're gonna be like, you know what? It was all worth it. That's how <laughs> life is. Not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. It's like I wanted to ask you this. I think I asked you this last time about your origin story. So you because you said you you grew up in I forgot what state you said you were born in. Colorado. So Colorado. That's definitely a, a it's different state. now. It's, it's 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 different now. I remember when it changed. So how was but, your life growing up actually? Good. Good, dude. Like mom and dad, I mean, we lived in a house around the block from grandma and grandpa. Grandma and grandpa lived in a house since they were, let's see, that would have been 65. And the neighborhood obviously grew like there used to be farm fields where I used to live, but no, I live around the street from them. Mom, mom and dad, they were both blue collar workers, you know, mom. You know, she had a day job and she would waitress at night and dad was either in construction or trucking. And I mean, you know, uh, I, I I mean, I just I, I don't know. I describe it as fucking normal. I mean, my, I mean, I pissed dad off once in a while and get my ass whooped. But like I describe that as a normal childhood. Like, you know, um, I, you know, went out when dad needed help. I went out. I'd help him work on stuff. I have, I've got, you know, um two older brothers and two older sisters. I'm like the baby baby of the family. Like there's, there's a big gap there, but I mean, yeah, I just, I mean, I had a, what I would consider a fairly, you know, normal childhood, you know? Um, and uh, you said I, high school is when you met your wife, right? 
No, actually, I met her three months after high school. I met her. Okay. I met her. Yeah, I had graduated and I met her uh, in 2010, September, September, um, would have been September 16th of 2010 is when I met my wife. And we started dating September 20th of 2010, uh, which You've is married her, for almost 13 years. No, mm -hmm. longer than that. Well, like we've 15, been together. 16. We've been we've been we've been together for 13 and we've been uh, uh, married for 10. And well, September 20th is also her birthday. So we started dating on her birthday. We also got married on her birthday three years later. So what made you want to do construction then? You said you're a construction worker. I made money. <laughs> That's it. Oh, OK. <laughs> I bought. Let me put it to you this way, dude. I bought a house when I was 20 years old. This is also back in the day when you could buy houses where, you know, the prices were affordable. You did it. I don't think you could do that now. Yeah. With no, you can still yeah. do it now. I bought a house yeah. when I was 20 years old. I bought this house two years ago. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you can do it. I mean, I had the, I saved up the money. Like, guess what? Your first house, it's not going to be a nice house. Our first house wasn't the best. But you know what? The market appreciated in value. We made some money off of it. We sold it. But yeah. What made me want to work construction? Because I didn't have college fucking loan debt. You know, I made uh, that first house and I, I refinanced it to get out uh, to get out from underneath some vehicle payments and stuff. And I wrapped up. But anyway, but uh, no, I made one hundred thousand dollars off that house, you know, minus the refinance. I made seventy five off of it. So like, but no, it's why I tell people all the time. I'm like, go, go work, work, make money. Build a career. You know, I was 23 years old making $100,000 a year. That's crazy. Holy yeah, because I fucking yeah. chose a field that fucking sucked to fucking work in. Mm -hmm. And in order to get skill and knowledge in that field, you had to have specific certifications. And yeah, like. What's it like when new people come into your job? Like, do these new people feel like entitled well, so or bratty or anything? That. That I actually left that field behind. I haven't been in that field for a couple of years now because it's not a bumper crop here where I live in Iowa, but um, it's the same shit everywhere. It's, it's the same as every other business out there. New people come in. They're lazy as fuck. They think they deserve the fucking money. And here's the problem. The, the industry that I worked in, you know, all these motherfuckers talking about, oh, we need a $20 minimum wage. It's like, motherfucker, dude, we'll pay you starting wage to run a fucking shovel. The problem is, is nobody wants to learn how to run a fucking shovel anymore. Right? It's the same shit. It's the same shit everywhere. You know? Well, what made you do YouTube? Who was the first person you had ever, like, watched on YouTube then? Dick. I don't know. To be honest, I <laughs> I think because I I didn't do the so so the reason that I do YouTube isn't because I've seen other people do it. It's because I'm mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a creative at heart and I I and I have to have something to do. Like I'm a, I'm a musician. Like my guitar right. is over there. And when I walked away from from doing music, and I I I had to walk away from trying to do that because I I was neglecting my wife and kids, but I still needed something to do. So I had to direct my energy towards something. So I actually ended up. Uh, directing my energy i uh, got back playing airsoft for a while i played airsoft uh for a couple years there started a youtube channel called runner runner airsoft which you guys can go check out all the videos from that i, I love that channel dude that really taught me a lot uh, but uh uh yeah that's that's why i do youtube i i went the first the first channel that i ever subscribed to on youtube was 
the film theorist, which is an offshoot of the game theorist, so like Matt Pat. And that was like when he started the film theorist channel is uh, I saw one of his first few videos there and I, I ended up subscribing to him there. He was one of the first and I really liked his videos and really liked what he did. Um, and I was really late to the YouTube game. I didn't I didn't I didn't watch anything on YouTube really up until, I don't know, 2015 or so. Um, cause I, I, YouTube just wasn't a dude. I was working, man. I was, I was, I was working. I was in the field all the time. Like I didn't, I didn't, you know, in 2010, I meet my wife by, you know, by 2011, halfway through 2011, we've got a baby on the way. And, um, in 2012, you know, the baby is here. I buy a house and I go to fucking work. I strap my boots on. I didn't, I didn't have time to sit down and watch people on on YouTube online. This I, dude, I, I I wasn't even legally able. Dude, I, I owned a fucking house and I was a father and I wasn't even legally able to drink a fucking beer. Mm. Right? Like I had to have like, it, which and I didn't actually drink back then the way that I do now. The way that I do now would <laughs> make me, you know, Younger me would look at me like an alcoholic, but, uh, but no, dude, I, I, it, like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even, I literally bought a house when I was 20 years old. I couldn't even buy, I couldn't even walk into a liquor store and buy beer, you know, to celebrate purchasing the house. My grandmother, my grandmother came up to see the house and she says, well, let's celebrate with a beer. And I was like, yeah. And so, she, so grandma, I gave grandma money and grandma went and bought beer uh, for, the, <laughs> for the house. Like seriously, dude, like. And, uh, you know, and, and, but that's what I tell people. I'm like, don't go to school, go to work, go make money. College do. is just a scam, as you probably figured out. Oh, dude, I knew that when I was younger, but that's why I went to construction. That's why I went to the oil field and the natural gas field. Go, I went and made money, man. Like, you know, and people look at me like, oh, how do I get where you're at? <laughs> like, guess what? Go, go, dude. And I had people, oh, man, I'd love to, I'd love to make that kind of money. You know, can they, you know, the first question, well, do I have to pass a drug test? Yes, motherfucker. You have to pass a drug test. Well, well, I'm, 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 you know, well, I'd have to get a ride to work. I might not be able to get a ride to work every day. Can I sell? No. Like, well, can they work around my school? No. Well, you know, I just, uh, uh, how, how many hours a day is it? It's 10 hours a day. And guess what? You will be there on time and you will leave after work. It's 10 hours of full fucking work. Oh, and by the way, your lunch break, don't fuck up. I, I just can't work that long. Then you don't want to make this kind of money. You want to make that kind of money? You have to want to fucking make it. Most people don't. Most people don't. Most people don't want to. My dad told me when I was a kid, there's a difference between getting a paycheck and earning a paycheck. And my dad raised me to earn a paycheck. Most people don't want to earn a paycheck. They want to get a paycheck. And that's genuinely the problem with my generation. So... Looking at how long you've been doing YouTube now, do you think it was all worth it at this point now? I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. just as far as YouTube is concerned, like, so this channel, my A Drink With Crazy has been around since 2018. Oh, your five-year anniversary is coming up very soon. Um, do you, do you know passed. when you put out your first video so you can have your actual channel anniversary? I don't know. I think it already passed, to be honest with you. Um, and I don't I'll, really I'll check for you right now. No, I don't... you're celebrating. Fuck you. But no, this. but what it was is, you know, it was my other channel, Runner Runner Airsoft, that I worked on for years. And it was trying to build this channel and then just 
life got in the way. Mm-hmm. And I eventually figured out how to just be me on stream instead of just trying to be some other motherfucker that, you know, you think that you need to be for YouTube. Like I was just me and turns out just being me a lot and sharing my thoughts and my opinions. A lot of people are like, Oh yeah, that ain't bad. So, and it was sharing my thoughts with, you know, Eric July when he released his ISOM mm-hmm. and that just blew my channel up. But I mean, I, I mean, I was last in July 13th mm-hmm. of 2022. I had 96 subscribers on my channel. Mm-hmm. I am now over 2,500 subscribers on my channel. So which if is, you up just videos, your very first video. All right, just from what I can see on your, your video when I hit up oldest videos. The first one you put out was The Legend of Korra and why it was actually really good. You put that out on May mm. 13th, 2020. That was two years later. We started that started as a political channel during the midterms of 2018. Really? All of the, okay. none of those videos exist anymore. Did you did you delete them? Or you just yeah, I did. Them? Yeah, oh, yeah, I did. Okay. No, I deleted them because that was back in the day because I just it was I don't know, dude. It wasn't it wasn't what what I wanted to do. Oh my god. It, Who's this guy, everyone? This is not the same guy. This is the oh, I'm talking about a different human it. being right play there. Play it. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wig the wig is long oh, no no you God. gotta play it you gotta play it i'm not cringing it. on stream i will choke you oh my lord hey uh no 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 no. i'm not dating you and you ain't choking me what the fuck it's tuesday it's tuesday that's what yeah. we do on tuesdays no but like looking at just the journey you, you can see like how you're i think just doing youtube changes your mind on so many things that you don't even think are possible just how you speak to someone how you think about something how you kind of convey your thoughts on something i've learned so much in just doing this that i probably never learned in school i'll tell you to talk to people in school <laughs> like just go home do your homework shut the hell up go to class and listen that sounds I, pretty uh it's pretty authoritarian I, right there you know? i didn't have a i didn't have a public school education when i was younger i, I went <laughs> to a very 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 poor private school but grandma and grandpa helped pay for mm-hmm. it and i'm i'm surprised they even paid the teachers but uh, no, public speaking, by the time you were in the fourth grade, um, was it fourth grade? Yeah, by the time you were in the fourth grade. No, it was fifth grade. I'm sorry. Uh, by the time you were in the fifth grade, you actually had to do public speaking. You had to write speeches. And every other week, you actually had to go do public Oof. speaking. So this, so YouTube, YouTube didn't teach me anything. YouTube Look didn't at the youth show. of the wig of destiny back then. Mm. So he doesn't like talking about Cora anymore. The cringe transcends screens. God. <laughs> Good no, Lord. yeah, it was uh yeah, that's a fucking that's a topic on my fucking channel. But no, that's I I no the the biggest thing is is I the, like I one of the things that irritates the shit out of me that channels that I like do and channels that I hate do is they inject things that are not in the story or in the medium into something to say why they hate it. And uh, one of the things, like I, I, it was one of the worst, it was one of the worst interviews I ever did. We actually had literature devil on and uh, he's a channel I've followed for a lot of years. And I ended up fucking talking with him about like, cause he's an avatar fan, you know, avatar, the last airbender. And I talked with him about avatar core. I'm like, what the fuck dude? I'm like, Cause it just some of his takes on Avatar Core. I'm like, cause I, I watched the whole fucking thing and I'm like, the takes that people have, I'm like, you can't. And then usually what it is is people are like, oh, I only watched the first season. I didn't watch the rest. I'm like, oh, okay. So you, you watched a th- 
you watched a quarter of what's actually out there of the whole story. So, and, and, and a lot of the shit that people say about the show, I'm like, is it the best show on the planet? No. Does it deserve all the fucking hate that it gets? Also? No. Um, and you know, and at the, and it was just one of those things that just bothered me. And yeah, that was, I, I ended up doing that. So, yeah. Cause now when you're looking at the iron oh. age, stuff, how do you feel about like, Indie comics and Iron Age right now, that's where it stands. You think it's in a good place, bad place, a place for massive growth? Place for math- massive growth. A lot of new guys out there right now. A lot of new guys trying to figure out how they write, how they need to write. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, if they want to, uh, if they want to make their mark on the world, they need to they they need to figure out how to tell a fucking story in a way that. Uh, um, that doesn't have a lot of like the, the typical writing flaws that a normie can catch. If another author can catch your fucking writing flaws, that's fine. I don't give a shit. I'm not a writer. If as a normie, if normies are picking up stuff or you're losing people in your stories, that that ain't the way to do it. There's a lot of fresh blood out there right now. Um, and there's a lot of energy and enthusiasm and a lot of help and a lot of networking. Um, and I, so I think I, I, I would say it's in the, as far as like the iron age, which is the iron age isn't a community. It's a time period that we're living in mm-hmm. because corporate media fucking sucks at telling the stories that we want for the last 10 years. So we're just going to do it our fucking selves. We live in the time period of independent creation. Mm-hmm. That's what the iron age is. People keep trying to call it a community. They're fucking wrong. It's it's just we're just in a time period where indies are sprouting up out of the woodwork. And a lot of them, I believe, can succeed, but they have to put the time, effort and energy into it to succeed. And they need to network and they need to figure out and bounce ideas off of each other. That's why I like my gilded. My gilded server is fantastic for that. My gilded servers got people that, you know, they network with each other. They're beta reading for each other. There's editors. I've got editors that are working in my gilded yeah. right now and they work with all of the people in the gilded. Like it's it's. It's it's fucking incredible, but no, I would say I I would say we're any beginner place. I don't know if that beginner place is good or bad, but it's there, and I think it can be something awesome in the future. It's also interesting because even just cultivating an audience is really hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people do their first ever creative anything in their life ever and think they're just going to have a massive following just because they're doing that. That is not how that works, people. That's probably the biggest question I get asked all the time throughout my many years of doing this is how do you cultivate an audience? It's hard. It's an everyday thing. That's that's it. You you could probably hit gold and do one video or Instagram reel and hit a million people. Yeah, you could. I could also have my dad in my life and I also have a million dollars. I could also be married to Scarlett Johansson. Those things aren't true and they're never going to happen. So you're going to have to start at zero and work your mm-hmm. way up. Everyone started at zero and everything for the most part. Well, it's like, check out, let, let me pull this up real quick. Real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Hi, Resident Media. How you doing, buddy? Help networking across promotion. The best things content creators like you guys are doing. Thank you so much, man. A work can oh. be good and still not your thing. That That's true. You could also do massive hard work at places that just really aren't your skill set honestly uh all right so here you go this is uh uh fuck dude this is from years ago man but like this is dude i worked on this channel for two or three years uh, and uh 454 subscribers man 
And I mean, you can see the wig has changed over the course of time, but yeah, this was <laughs> the wig. The wig has changed, you know, that right okay, there. Resonate, you're fine, that was when we were moving like all this shit over here, man. But yeah, like this, like you don't just cultivate an awesome, you know, audience right off the bat. And like, you can see these views, you know, 87 views, 200 views, you know, mm -hmm. uh, with this was when COVID hit. So we were just, the road to Damascus was when we were trying to chase down the Damascus skin for modern warfare to get the Damascus gun stuff. Like, look at this, dude. Like, you don't just mm -hmm. get, you know, viewership for viewership's sake. You know, I started this channel. This is, you know, mm -hmm. I had a lot of people tell me flat out that I had the best channel that they'd ever seen. But, you know, I, I but I also didn't do a lot of the clickbait shit. And I still don't. But yeah, it's, you know. But I mean, this was the channel that taught me how to do it here. Here, I just want you to hear this. I want you to hear. Let's let's scroll all the way down right here. So this this is the first fucking video. And I want you guys to hear how bad this is for this intro. This is this is rough, dude. This is really fucking rough. Let me get you some. Come on. Come on. No. Slow. Oh, there it is. Oh, this is a much nicer spot. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Royce. I am your runner runner. Let's get into the gameplay. How bad is that? That is actual garbage. That is actual hot fucking garbage. No, and my first video was like that too. Dude. Oh yeah. god, mine's worse. I, I, I had I a ghetto. I, I didn't I have a, a microphone for my computer. <laughs> I recorded that shit onto my phone and then transferred it to my computer. Oh god, no, <laughs> dude, your, mine's had to have been worse. Mine was those ghetto Walmart laptops, oh. the 2015 ones. I record my oh. first. The, the 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 camera quality was was just pee. I don't know. It wasn't anything 170. No, <laughs> it was right? bad. It was just pee. It was just quality. <laughs> it was just pee. A pixel. You get one <laughs> of them motherfuckers. <laughs> it made me actually lighter when I was when I look back and watch. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. God, it was so shit. bad. Yeah, no. I'm glad my... I, I, I hate it. I lost my first channel, but holy crap, those older videos are so terrible. My, my oh, God. Good Lord. I can never... Best stuff I've ever seen. This, man, this man's capping on his ass. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, well, I know you're joking, man. He oh, says, uh, no one owes you their viewership, attention, or money. You need to provide them something they feel is worthy of what they give you. Always be grateful that. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. the, the biggest people that, because people always latch onto the biggest people. Well, if you're latching onto the biggest people, well, you got to understand how they got there. It's through yeah. everything that we've just described with hard work. And there's going to be days where you're thinking, like, I don't know if this is worth it. There's people always look at like the end result with also not understanding how it got that oh, result yeah. that you're seeing right there people just look at oh i see big numbers on a screen you know like what, what that took to get that no well, well you, and you hear them. everybody talking about it you're not an overnight fucking success mm -hmm. you know it's like a lot of people are like oh yeah dude this new channel a drink with i'm like dude the channel's been here since 2018 <laughs> you know what i mean like a lot of people don't know that you know like but yeah it's like dude now it took fucking years to figure out mm -hmm. you know how 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 I wanted to talk with people on YouTube. And it turns out it's just me being natural. Like it's not, it's not reading off of a fucking script. It's not any of that other shit. It's just, but it takes years and it takes dedication and hard work, dude. I did a video every single fucking day, except for the weekends without fucking fail on top of live streams there for a long time. And, uh, I've gotten to a point now where I'm like, okay, 
because I'm in more of the indie scene and I'm in more of a, a, a specific space, I try to do one or two videos that I think are just really fire for the week and then my normal live streams instead of a video every day. And what I've found is that uh, figuring all that shit out, doing a video that's really fire once a week works a lot better than a video every day. Mm hmm. You know? Or just even how you would work a video, like how you think yeah. about it. Some people write scripts. I think about the video the entire day and when I'm at work because it gives, it gives me something on my mind. Then when I come home, I recite out how I want it to, to be mm -hmm. presented and then I go from there. A lot of people don't even know just that. You have to have somewhat of a plan. Some people I, just go off, the, go off the cuff and just do it. I, I really can't do that anymore because I, I realize how bad – because when I do that, you know how you do a video? What's the, the worst thing after a good video is going – Oh my God, I forgot to bring up that exact point I really wanted to bring up. That's the worst part about doing a video. So I have to think to myself, yeah. these are the main three things I want to make sure I talk about when I do a video. Because I always hated doing a really great video going, fuck, I did not bring even that up. God damn it. I do the <laughs> same thing, man. I always, <laughs> I always tell people, like, I already know before I even record the video, I have my conclusion. And I usually know what my middle point is. But mm -hmm. where I start, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> and I kind of have to figure out like, okay, well, is this more of a snarky thing? Can I be snarky? Can I toss out a joke? Can I, mm -hmm. can I, you know, how, what, where, where's my, where's my jumping off point? Once I get my springboard, it's like, okay, I need to get from my start to my middle point, And then from the middle point that I have, which to, to my conclusion, which is that's, that's my actual fucking point. And, you know, that's uh yeah, that's usually what I do. It's another thing that people do, even just editing or thump, or even after speaking in a video now, because everyone, I told people, if you want to get in concentration now, audio, is, if people keep saying, what do I spend my, my most money on? Audio, like an actual microphone. That's it. Most people are going to put you in the background and listen mm -hmm. to you. And the other thing, you need to all understand about this, it's thumbnails. I didn't actually understand how important thumbnails were until like yep. a few years ago when my friend really had to teach me Photoshop. I'm like, no, if you do your thumbnails like this, because you see, the, the, the people that said the videos I do are doing are really good. The problem here is they can't hit the algorithm because thumbnails are bad. So I, was, I, I went to myself and I was like, my thumbnails are dog shit. I need to change this. And you have to be that kind of person. You have to go, okay, this is bad. People aren't resonating yep. with this. You need to fix it. Not a lot of people can do that. My thumbnails are really bad. So I only use Photoshop now and I use another program to put in like the word bubbles and stuff I, like that. I figured out kind of a, a, a thing for thumbnails. And it is the dumbest fucking thing. And I, I hate it because I was like, I was overcomplicating thumbnails for so fucking long. Um, and I'll, I did the same thing too. I was overcomplicated them. That was my biggest problem. The best thumbnails out there that I fucking see are usually just a simple picture and a couple words over the top. Yeah. Right. And you put yeah. like, And you don't even have to do anything complicated. It's just picture, put a little saturation there, picture words. That's it. Done. And it's like how, those <laughs> and all the thumbnails that I sat there and I took the time and I fucking faded out the edges and I put a bunch of pictures like and I was like, damn it, that looks hot. Not a fucking and like 50 views. I'm like, what the fuck? But if I just screen grab a picture off of Google and then throw some words over the top of it, bam, it's a great thumbnail. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like the thumbnails you're putting your hard and your hard work into are <laughs> jank. But the ones you put literally nothing into are the ones that pop up. I don't care how YouTube works like that, man. I don't get it, dude. It's uh, thumbnail. It's the way you do the thumbnail. You, the, your thumbnail and your title have to tell tell a story, and mm -hmm. that's what I am trying to do now. I don't hit it with every one of them, uh, mm -hmm. but a, but ever since I've really started paying attention to it, I have noticed a very big difference. Your thumbnail and your title have to tell a story.
Ooh. And uh, we're going to wrap up here in a little bit because I got to get to my main show very soon. No, and good, you, man. you got to get to your wife, you know, something that I don't have. Actually, got to go to the bathroom, dude. I've had two beers sitting here with you and I'm working on the third. <laughs> oh, you get the drink to be next to me. OK. You like the go. fucking... <laughs> oh, God. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> good Lord. Huckleberry Finn. I like that book, actually. Tom's that Tom's no, was actually no, really good. No, damn it, too. no, Doc Holiday. Fuck oh, damn it, Doctor Who is a great no God. thing. <laughs> Please tell me you've seen Tombstone. Please tell me you've seen Tombstone. I probably haven't. I'm black. God. I've seen good movies. <laughs> you know, ever seen Boys in the Hood? Ice Cube. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have. I yeah. Have. Don't show that to your kids. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That are, like, dude, I've been wanting to watch Friday lately so fucking bad. <laughs> no uh, fucking damn, you just got uh, knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I love, dude, I love Friday. Oh, I love. I hated the second one, but Friday after next was pretty good. I like even if one. like you don't like the stories of some of them, they're just so funny. It's they're just, dude, you just look at you, just like fuck, man. It's fucking hilarious. Huh. So the last two things I'll ask you. First thing. Is what? got any big plans for your channel coming up in 2024? Um, <clears throat> no, not yet. When it when it strikes me, it'll when it strikes me, I'll 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 let people know. But I've got some ideas for some things, um, and I don't know if they're going to be big or if they're not going to be big. So I'll I'll kind of keep those cards close to the chest. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to keep doing what I keep doing, and I'm going to keep trying to build my community, and I'm going to keep trying to shout out the indies as much as I can. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last thing I'll ask is, uh, you got any special shout outs? When you get to anyone in particular, and anything else you want to do before we head out? Oh shit. Um. I. All right. So let's shout out this Friday's guest on Iron Age Nights. He is the Lord Otter. He just released his first book, Steel and Stormbright. Uh, you guys can go check that out. It's part of the Steel and Stormbright series that he is doing. You guys can go check that out on Amazon. Dot com. Uh, the Lord Otter. Uh, absolutely awesome guy. We're going to interview him on uh, Friday. I'm very, very excited. I also have his book coming as well. So uh, I put my money where my mouth is on that. I've had four kids. I can't buy every book out there, but there are certain ones that I make sure that I buy. And his was one of them that I bought. So uh, go check out Steel and uh, part of the Steel and Stormbright series uh, over on Amazon, The Lord Otter. Yeah. And like I said before, for everyone who's watching, uh, just may make sure. You know, support favorite content creators best you can. If it's not financial, commenting, liking, sharing, mm-hmm. all goes a long way. And if you, if if you guys have hot sisters that are of age or cousins, you can slide them my way. Like slide in their DMs and rid them up. <laughs> Would that not work? So that's not gonna work, right? So you definitely believe. It I mean, don't. it's gonna work with some, but you're not. You're, yeah, I'm not trying to get gonna, a Laquisha, so I'm dude, good. You're you're gonna you're you're gonna want to get tested the next day. Tested? What? You going raw? I'm trying to have my dick explode. What the hell? Protected sex? What are you gay? <laughs> if if four kids. Oh yeah, that's sex is gross. Have it with you know <laughs> your pillows or something. We'll see you guys later. Have a great night, everybody. Peace out, Peace. everybody.